This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Three, two, not Jamel Johnson one. I'm Peter Moses. I'm Mike Benner. This is the Airbuds podcast. Happy basketball, Michael. Happy basketball, Peter. We were going to have a three-man weave today. Um, no more. Michael uh, and I are not working. Jamel is working. Jamel couldn't get out of his job. Uh, they kept him late tonight. Yeah. We say he should quit, but I guess we got to pay rent. Yeah. So it's two of us right now. Someone's Jamel gotta, might show up in the middle. Someone's got to yeah. do all those equations for the Jet Propulsion Lab. So, yeah. You know? What if that was what Jamel did? And he just was like, he didn't want to be the a, whole time. Didn't want to be a nerd. So, like, he just, he just wears like, a sports uh, gear all the time. I write <laughs> jokes about YouTube videos. <laughs> MTV. Oh man, uh, that would be wild. That yeah. would be uh, that would be wild. It's like um, Matt Damon wasn't Matt Damon ashamed of being smart? Um, in that one movie, not in real life. What, yeah, what no, movie was that? Goodwill Hunting. I think in real life he's uh, real proud of being smart. That's the yeah, problem. But he's not that. Smart. But he's not smart. He's got to reverse Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Did you know Kevin Smith? Bad Will Shooting wrote that. Yeah, the whole movie? fucking movie. Yeah, I a hundred percent believe that. And you don't have to. Like but the, Harvey Harvey uh, Weinstein. Harvey Milk. Yeah, Harvey Milk Weinstein. Milk is the the, oh my God. the nickname. Uh, he looked at Kevin Smith in the script and was like, he saw the jorts and saw the the overcoat and was like, what are the good looking ones? Wrote it and then what that the became the story. Wrote it? Yeah. Well, he basically like ran the Oscars for the last two decades, right? Didn't he basically just seemingly decide who got Oscars? You're getting very close to saying a certain people run Hollywood. Uh, my people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. For sure. This is a podcast about basketball. This is definitely a podcast about basketball. Uh, uh, we're sorry this is going up a day late. Uh, the, all three of the buds were uh, were busy yesterday on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we were at the Staples Center watching the L.A. Clippers play the New York Nets. I'm sorry, Brooklyn Nets. New York Nets is not... Did they call them the New York Nets ever? No. That'd be fun. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Knicks fans would get mad. Will was, would get mad. Well, it was an amazing game. Yeah. It was an amazing game. fucking game. Um, the Nets are young, but super fun to watch. And I know we are a broken record on this podcast when we talk about it, but god damn it. The Clippers are so much fucking fun without Blake Griffin, DeAndre, and Chris Paul. They're an amazing, weird team that Doc is just coaching the shit out of. Why do you think Doc cares suddenly? Is he coaching for his life right now? No. He's coaching. He's just because he's like, it's the first time in his life he can realize that he can play all the golf he wants and coach. Because he just, I think, wanted the power and, you know, like the autonomy to be like the guy. But Jerry West pulled the best 
like rope dope on him ever and was like, you can still be at Bel Air Country Club three times a week and be an amazing coach. How do we know he's there three times a week right now? Maybe he's not there three times a week right now, but I bet he's there once a week. I bet if he's home, he's getting in around before he goes to practice. Well, here's my theory. Jerry West came in, gently took the GM role away from him, and said, I'm going to handle this, and now you go be a good coach to this team, or else I'm going to fire you. I don't even think it was like a firing. I think it was like a mind games thing. It was just like, you do you. And this team is, man, Jerry West is the probably one of the best executives of all time. I mean, I think he literally is. Yeah, he is the best executive of all time. Yeah. He turned around this Clippers in a year and a half. Well, he hasn't even finished turning them around yet. But that's the thing. They're he's like, like he's, 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 he's only took like one quarter of the U-turn, and, he's, and they're already going to make the playoffs. Other than the U- As a potential four seed. They are very much in the running to be to have home court advantage. They yeah. traded away our boy Boban and Tobias Harris to your team. They're and both my boys. Now are both your boys. It's weird saying my boys. Just because you, you love that TBS show? Which one was that? My boys? I don't know. Remember it was about the, the girl who played poker with all the dudes? You're triggering me, bro. It was... I'm remembering it now, and uh, I'm triggering it for you. Yeah, there's an actor that looks like my ex-wife on that show. Oh, the main yeah, one. So thanks a lot. No, not the. I don't know. Maybe she's the one girl. No, the blonde with glasses. Oh, I didn't know there was a second girl on that show. I think maybe I'm thinking of the wrong show. No, you might be thinking of the yeah. show. Are you thinking of Cougar Town? No, let's. I'm going to cut this out. No, you're not going <laughs> to cut this out. It's a podcast about uh, your ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, no, they're hit me cl- up on Twitter. At every- <laughs> <laughs> Mike's no, uh, Mike's no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> You're great. Uh, we've reconciled everything. It's fine. We don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> so uh, also subscribe to our Patreon and Instagram and Twitter. We're doing this now in the middle of talking about the Clippers. Well, I was just trying not to talk about your ex-wife anymore. Okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, Clippers game was great. Uh, Nets looked like they were going to just wallop them, and then the the Clippers. Crawled their way back, and it was a tight game all the way to the end. Lou Williams hit the game-winning shot. What a moment for all of us in the stands. What a moment for Adam Scott, one row over. Uh, <laughs> Parks and Rec zone. Uh, what a moment for Keenan Thompson, who was on the court throwing T-shirts for With some a reason. custom Thompson jersey, Clippers jersey. Yeah. Also, shout out to his sunglasses, because clearly he was high as hell. Oh, yeah. Sunglasses inside, custom Clippers Keenan Thompson jersey and just throwing t-shirts in the crowd. <laughs> if you're a celebrity, can you just say that? Why isn't Adam Scott down there throwing t-shirts? I don't know. Shame on him for being in the... Actually, nice seats we had. They were we, nice we seats. had good seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to root for this team. They're fun. Montrez Harold just refuses to shoot anything that's not a dunk or a layup, and everyone knows what he's going to do, and no one can stop him. Do I think, don't think it's going to fly in the playoffs, but maybe it will. Why wouldn't it fly in the playoffs? I don't know. His defense will fly in the playoffs. He you is, saw those fucking blocks he, he had. He's fucking great. He's yeah. they're just and also the the way and Doc never played rookies, but the way that they have integrated the rookies in with the veterans, the fact that they have Gildress Alexander and they're kind of like we call him Gilgamesh Alexander now. We do. Yeah, Shea Gilgamesh Alexander. Um, it, it's like Doc has convinced all of the vets to like support him in how they play because he kind of runs point he'd like 
uh, everything kind of works around him a little bit, but also, I don't know, it's just, it's the best coaching Doc has ever done, and it's really just clear. It's exciting. They're a fucking fun-ass team. I'm pulling for them in the playoffs more than I ever was when we were actually going to playoff games. Give it up to the Clippers and Doc Rivers. Just Doc change Rivers, your names. I can't believe them saying give it up for Doc Rivers. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. We've yeah. been crushing him on this podcast for literally the entire podcast. So do you think six man of the year, Lou Will, Montrose Montre- second place? I think Montrose Harrell might, be, might win it. No, Lou Will scored too many points. The Sixth Man of the Year award is a, a, a contest to see who, what bench player can score the most. Even well, I think you're Montrose right. They're definitely Harrell the first two. Deserves it, yeah. Um, and then Coach of the Year, it's probably going to be Rivers? probably going to be Mike Malone. Why, why wouldn't it be Doc Rivers? Um, because Mike Malone no one, has team consistency. Yeah, but they jumped. They were like went from being out of the playoffs to like probably a three seed. And the Clippers are going from a team that everyone thought was a lottery team to maybe a four seed. Listen. I am just as shocked as we all are that we are fighting for Doc of the Rivers to get Coach of the Year consideration. I feel like it just feels urgent all of a sudden because you pointed out to me yesterday that they could be a four seed. It really and can. That sounds insane. It's fucking I picked nuts. The wrong LA team to be a four seed in the in the preseason. It's uh, it's really the other LA team is is sad. Is really, really, really sad. We don't need to talk about. Them. We don't need to talk about them. Yeah, no, the Clippers are. R.I.P. LeBron James. There's a there's a kind yeah. of fake image floating around NBA Twitter of Mario Hazonia laughing at him, but it, people are implying that it happened after the block. It actually happened earlier in the game. It's it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. In the words of uh, Ferris Bueller, life comes at you fast. It really, uh, really does. And uh, at least LeBron has about 37 television shows to executive produce, so he'll stay busy. Well, in the words of Sling Blade, mash taters. <laughs> and let's move on. Uh, keep it in spirit with uh, St. Patrick's Day yesterday. Uh, Sixers uh, And a happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone out there. Let me just say. Happy St. Patrick's to Samuel. Uh, on the airbuds, Jesus Christ! Who had a wild St. Patrick's Day? It sounded like Samuel. You know what? Just take a day for yourself, man. Maybe get a massage. Um, and don't do drugs. Drink a for green like one juice. Day, drink you know? a green juice. Get a massage and um, self care. Yeah. Or live your best life. Or buddy. yeah, we do you, man? You. I I literally love you, Samuel. Yeah, Mike um, um cares about you more than he'll ever admit. Yeah. Um, except for right I, now, I just literally admitted <laughs> into a microphone. What are you talking about? I admit, I love you. I love everyone. Hey, man, you're I'm a giver. I'm full of love. I know I seem like a cynical piece of shit. You're really not. There's a bedrock of love underneath there. I've never met someone who's more fatherly while also being the most adamant about never wanting or liking children. No, I love children. I just don't want them. Yeah. I get along. I'm great with kids. I, I'm just like, I'm good with your kids. Are you a godfather to anyone? Yeah. How many godchildren do you have? Just one. Who is it? A uh, friend back home in Philly. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of Philly, uh, here it comes. Mike Scott, the three general manager, uh, fell into uh, the crowd while saving a ball. Uh, while on someone's lap, he clearly on camera takes their mixed drink. I would guess it's probably a. I thought it was a beer. You thought it was like a mix, like a vodka oh, it looked tonic, like a whiskey, something to me. It was a little. Dark, it was a little dark brown. Okay. It looked like a smaller cup, and he just takes a sip, hands it back, and gets back into the game. Not even a stoppage of play. He he saved the ball. T.J. McConnell scored it, and then he got back on defense after having a sip of. I just want to hope it's honey. It was 
the most important thing he's ever done in the NBA, right? Can you think of a more important Mike Scott moment? No. Because yeah. here's the thing. He outdid LeBron. Because remember when LeBron took that beer and like made a big show? He's like, oh, I'm going to drink it. And he, got it, he like brought it to his lips. And he's like, oh, I'm just playing. And he handed it back. Mike Scott did that. And also didn't make a show of it. No. It was just... It was very. It was as seamless as the basketball play itself. He was just in and out of there, and also like nice to have some positive fan interaction where some MAGA fucker isn't coming to a basketball game. So, uh, you know, good for Milwaukee. Yeah, being cool with that. Um, yeah, shout out Milwaukee. Uh, even though Sixers kind of beat you, beat your ass. They miss, they're going to miss Brogdon. They're going to miss Brogdon. Yeah. I, my favorite part of that game was Giannis uh, dunking on Ben Simmons. Oh, my God. And calling him a fucking baby, only to get yammed on by Ben oh Simmons God. on the next play down the court. I am all for both of these guys hating each other and just trying to dunk on each other for the next five years. Please. That'd be great. It was a great game. Here's Although, why I'll take Ben Simmons. Okay. That I'll dude, take Giannis. He's Perfect. got very similar proportions to Giannis. No. Giannis no. has got longer arms. And taller. But... No, Ben is like seven. Giannis is maybe seven one, seven two. Ben is listed at six nine. He's like seven foot tall. That's so dumb. Um, but he's looks. I bet Joel Embiid so listed hard. Ben Simmons for him. It's like oh six nine. No, you. Know. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. They did have a great sixty nine moment the other that day. Was that was amazing. Yeah, Joel Embiid MVP of the sixty nines. Yeah, Ben Simmons set him up for the alley oop on that too. He's like, give him a percentage. Do it. It was like the dark Kermit with the hood. <laughs> like, what's the percentage, Joel? Oh man. Yeah. Um, no, look, the Sixers. That was their most complete win as their newly constructed selves, for sure. It was, uh, um, they, it was just really, uh, let's see, you got Tobias Harris, you got Jimmy Butler, you got, I'm just naming Sixers now. No, they all played well. They all looked good. We got an emergency. Guess who's in the motherfucking building? Uh, Jamel Johnson. It's me. Straight. It's me. Straight out of work. Straight oh out God. of workton. We got uh, drugged here. You guys are going to have to share that mic because Whatever, I, I did bro. not record with that third one because I, I didn't was think you were going to make it. Propulsion lab. I mean, it was pretty good. I got this sick bootleg Prince hat. What? Yeah, dude, look at this shit. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P., dude. I got to get the jersey now. Um, okay. I, say, I heard you say Jimothy Buckets. I did. And yeah. you just came calling? That's your bat signal? Yeah, I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, Jamel showed up with a Velcro snapback uh, purple... Prince symbol hat that says R.I.P. on the side. The Prince symbol is clearly too wide. It is a it little is wide. Way too wide. It's a little thick. You I think maybe understand. there was only a printable space on the hat from like the manufacturer they got, so they had to like shrink it in Photoshop. Yeah, no, I love yeah. it. Where'd you get it? I got good Glendale Goodwill, baby. Man, all hits. I got the uh, racist New Balance too. With, with, the walking joints, the six nineties. You know the ones that look like the monarchs. Do they have like the are they Confederate flag colors? Is not on the yeah. inside. Oh. It's it's only on the inside print. It says whites only. Yeah, nice. I'm taking it back. I'm taking the New Balance back. Speaking of whites only, uh, right before you showed up, Jamel Dirk Nowitzki oh, uh, yeah. surpassed Will Chamberlain in all-time scoring, with thirty-two thousand four hundred twenty points with the stiffest jump shot I've ever seen. He just looks like his bottom half of his body does not work. It's amazing because in every interview he's done. 
everyone's been like, you should, uh, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to play one more year? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. And everyone's like, you know, you should, you should retire. This is your retirement ceremony. We're letting you know right now. We, we're happy to cheer for you, but we really don't want to see you back here ever again. He's on an involuntary retirement tour for sure. Like everywhere he goes, they like have tribute videos. Doc Rivers like stop got up to game. like stop the game to give him a standing ovation, and like that was like, like, please leave. Listen, well, I yeah. never want to see you in L.A. again. Chanel, you just missed a uh, a Doc Rivers love fest. But again, put it on the resume for why this year has been an amazing Doc year. That was an amazing moment. That guy was like, yeah. it was a genuinely cool. Weird, bizarre moment that like, only Doc Rivers could have. What do you think Doc likes to drink? What do you think his cocktail is? I mean, hypnotic Hennessy. Oh, Ooh, isn't that, that's what you call a Hulk? Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he never maybe, stopped. I was trying to think of uh, that drink that begins with Doc, but I couldn't finish the last. Doc Hollywood's? I don't know. Uh, Doc Martens. Those are boots. Okay. Okay. I um, think he drinks whiskey out of a Doc Martin. Yo, what if he's a foot freak? Ooh. What if he hires goth girls to walk around in Doc <laughs> Martin's barefoot all day and then he drinks whiskey out of them? <laughs> I mean, LA, it does seem like this is where the suicide girls be at. Yeah. Oh, I and they actually, off time. I know the suicide, one of the suicide girls. Of course you do. You used to babysit for him? No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I didn't used to babysit for him. I used to work at a restaurant with him. Um, yeah. That's tight. Yeah, they have like a real nice house in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, just a shit. real bunch of emo girls. The most emo. I guess the suicide are the suicide girls. The most emo girls. Yeah. In the world, I imagine that group home is silent until six p.m. <laughs> and just like trance music comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think like women that work at Hot Topic are probably more emo. I mean, the girl that I know who's on who works for Suicide Girls, I think was featured on there a couple times, but as like an administrator. You might have known her actually. Let's talk about it later. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, oh, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike knows. I don't know if I know, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, but yeah, I think Dirk is kind of being forced into this weird retirement tour. And uh, you know what? I don't like it. I think he wants to come back. I know it pains him to run down the court, but he doesn't. Yeah, if he's responding, I don't know. I haven't made a decision. Then there's the ideas in his head that he might want to come back, but doesn't everyone... want to go back to Germany. That's what really what this comes down to. Here's yeah. the thing, though: he is the only guy who could say he's going to come back, and everyone would run it back for him again. Everyone would still be happy to see him out there. Um, I, mean, I feel like, meanwhile, D Wade is like the one sending out flyers for his own like goodbye tour. Yeah, like everywhere he goes, he's like, "You guys are going to miss me, right?" Well, I don't like, think he yeah. wants to come back. I think he wants to go hang out with his wife, like in in Miami. No, I just mean like from like uh, like a goodbye tour sense. Yeah, because it's real for him. He doesn't he, want to come back. Yeah, he's running his own like uh, good, he's like sending away team like teams that they're visiting like his clips to post for his like goodbye thing. And Dirk's just letting it happen for him au naturel. I like I said, I don't think he wants to play in the NBA anymore. But I do think. He knows when he retires, he's going to have to go to Germany for an extended amount of time, see some family he hates, mm. things of this nature. He did marry an American woman. See? Yeah. So he has American citizenship. He's like, his visa's not going to run out. Oh. Yeah. He's also clearly just going to be on the Mavs payroll until he dies. I feel like any money he left on the table is just going to be given back to him. Mark Cuban owes him. Big time. Yeah. 
owes he, him fucking big time. He took pay cuts to keep a team together that didn't even make the playoffs. Like, yeah. Yeah. He brought he birthed Shark Tank from his sacrifice. What if the handshake deal between Mark Cuban and Dirk is that like Dirk gets to be on Shark Tank one season? Or Dirk films German Shark Tank? Ooh. Oh, man. Now we're talking. What do they call that? <laughs> like Bavarian Bear Tank? Yeah, there's yeah. there's too many jokes and names yep. I'm going to leave out. Because wasn't it a can- Canadian show called Dragon's Den? <laughs> what? Was it really? Was it with, with Mr. Wonderful? The original format was called, I think, Dragon's Den, and it was from Canada. And Mr. Wonderful? I think Mr. Wonderful was from it. Damn, yeah. no wonder Mr. Wonderful's so rich. You think he's probably, I feel like he's made as much money on everything else he's done as on and Shark Tank. I feel like he made, so he made his money on educational software, right? Yeah, and I also feel like Canadian TV doesn't get money like we do. Oh. I feel like they're getting paid like what they should be as like... You know, they're never line, subsidized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In in line with their place and importance in society, that's I think where Canadian TV is. I would think that Drake didn't get no money for fucking Degrassi, dude. He was driving his mom's Acura. He told us. You can't believe anything Drake says. Also true. Yeah. Why are you like listening to what Drake says and then taking it to be any semblance of fact? No, that's fair. Fair point. Uh, shout out to Drake for uh, fucking one of Lou Williams's girlfriends. Shout out Drake. Remember that old video of Drake whining because his mom like got the wrong kind of bagel for him? <laughs> oh, no. Like, what? Is this such a fucking era? Jew. Is that, that, is that Degrassi era? No, it was like rap era. It was, it was like early on, but it was like he went home and like it was like an MTV video career following him. Like, he's like, mommy. His mom, and he's like, mom, you got the wrong kind of bagel. <laughs> like he was really upset. Ew. Uh, if you find if you know what video I'm talking about, hit us up at Airbuds Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'll retweet it. Also, yesterday, this is a total non sequitur, but Jamel and I watched Deliverance. That's what you guys did after the game? Yeah. I went to fucking Peter's house and watched Deliverance. Wow, that's, that's him such, and his girl. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It's such a disturbing movie. Beth insisted that we watch it so she could listen to a podcast, and it was horrifying. It was really fucking scary. Uh, it was, well, first off, if you know, it, it's... <laughs> you know. You know. I feel like you <laughs> you being from Virginia. I knew because of fucking VH1 fucking I lo- heart the 70s. I remember them talking about it. And I love the 70s. <sighs> fucking Mo Rocca. You know what I loved about the 70s? <laughs> Deliverance. Yo, that movie fucked me up so bad. I had to I had to buy a full price Karis LeVert jersey. <laughs> I did? bought it in the middle of the movie because I just couldn't handle what was happening. The custom Coogee one? Yeah. Had to. My, during the movie, Beth asked me to make food for all of us, and I was so happy to go to the kitchen and oh, just watch from around the corner because it was uh, fucking horrifying, but also beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. Yeah, that movie, you know what I didn't realize? I didn't realize how gay it was aside from the stuff. Aside from the stuff, it's like a, it's like a gay boy's trip. They're like... So it's four, romantic. It's kind of romantic. They're like four like clearly closeted guys. On a canoe trip. So if it didn't have the famous scene that we all know. Right. Uh, the banjo scene. It would just be like a, like a be... nice, like, kind of like, ten, like call me by your name kind of movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we thought of. It yeah. would be broke back, you know yeah. what I'm saying, without the, you know. Interesting. I've never part. seen it. Um, I, I know it by reputation. And uh, not that I, like, don't. Like, I, I probably will see it. 
I'm a film. I'm a cinephile. You're a film buff. I am a film buff. It's just one of those blind spots. But like, I know, like, from everyone that I know that I've seen it, it's like it's the most. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. It's if like you a- want to fuck up your afternoon, go ahead. I'm actually gonna plug uh, our buddy's part, my buddy's podcast. Who uh, we watched it for Deliverance, the podcast. Deliverance, we watch the podcast. Deliverance, one minute at a time, and talk about it. We watch Deliverance <laughs> once a week. Um, no, the podcast is called You Had Your Chance. Uh, David Bly and his friend Nick, whose last name I don't remember, but David's a big fan of our podcast, so uh, we should chat him out and have him on sometime. So, yeah, yeah. come on over, Dave. Uh, Jamal, I want to ask you something. Okay. I saw you tweeting today. I did a little. Um, and there was some very complicated uh, math that someone was doing about the way the Wizards can get back into the playoffs over the next nine games. And I just want to ask you. Oh man! How do you? Is it possible? No. Okay, that's quick, all I want quick to know. No. Yeah, yeah. I immediately. Did you see that? I immediately tagged it with the half baked. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna like recite the video because this is a, an audio podcast. But yeah, it's a great one. I yeah. mean, ill. I know. We blew that two weeks ago. And what made it so funny is that the guy like took his. He, like he took a picture of his laptop screen of like the standings, yeah. it was all blurry, which kind of like hurt his argument for how the Wizards were going to get into the playoffs. Like you can't even screen grab on your laptop. Man, bless your heart, whoever the fuck he was, dude. But uh, hell no, nah. it's yeah. never going to happen. And we got dubbed by Utah tonight, Joe Ingles, Ooh. with a vicious step back on our friend Bradley Beal, Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Bradley Beal. Yeah, no, it's done. It's fine, but that's fine. You know your team gets whooped when no one on the other team, when you lose by 20 and no one on the other team scored 20 points? Like, Ingles 16, Gobert 14, Donovan Mitchell 19, Crowder, ooh. Jay Crowder scoring 18 points is depressing. But, Pete, everybody on the Jazz scored. That's really what you need to know. The entire roster of fools got a bucket. Fucking Cal Corver had 10 points. One of those wasn't a three, dude. Is this the first go around on the Jazz for Corver? No. No. I'm right. Okay. Yeah. No, this, yeah. This was like the. It's like his return home yeah. to the whitest place possible. Yeah. Darren yeah. Williams era. Drafted yeah. by the Sixers. Man, whatever. And, and, then, and then traded to Utah. Yeah, okay. All the fucking. No, he played like four or five seasons for the Sixers. Fuck him and y'all. All <laughs> the Wizards have to do is just lose some more of these games. And keep two of these big guys. Just keep Portis and Parker and figure the rest of this shit out, man. It's a team there. There's a team there. They said, fuck him and y'all. Are I, we the y'all? Well, <laughs> no. Fuck Cal Corver and the Sixers. Got That's it. who uh, it okay, was. You it, guys are it. my good friends. Got it. And I understand. I take that back. You could drop Portis if you want. G- give me Parker. Keep fucking Thomas Bryant. And the, the rest will... Uh, fall into place bro john wall's coming back by the way (laughs) enough we're not i can't have you talk about john wall anymore i don't even care about you it just makes me so sad it makes me yeah no and i don't care about you (laughs) because he's coming back i just want you to be happy and i feel like this is a toxic relationship i don't want to be happy what if how about what if i don't want to be happy then you're in the perfect relationship because it's never gonna go well yeah i love it all right fair (laughs) enough i love it we go to red lobster late once a year and it's fine. Um, 
Guys, is there anything else we want to we want to talk about before we wrap this this brief episode up? Jamel, we already talked about the game last night. Oh no, it was beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Had a ball. Yeah, yeah. we was great. in there. We was in there. Lou Williams oh. made it worth it. Mm. We were in the section where celebrities that don't want to be seen sit. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Covert ops. Yeah. Uh, we've already discussed D'Angelo. Nothing. Uh, nothing I I wanted to, but we 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 blew by it. Uh, D'Angelo, so good. The Nets have been sliding in the past few weeks. Lucky for them, the East is so bad. Like, it's fine, but they'll be a six seed. Yeah, that's tight. Um, Are there? They'll be a six or seven swapping with the Pistons. I feel like he looks great. Spencer Dinwiddie, who looked really good before the All Star break, had a bad game. And that's how they ended up losing. He couldn't get a fucking bucket. But. Yeah. Too many cooks for on the point guard position. With Lavert out, it really opened things up for Dinwiddie and for D'Angelo. And they just don't need to figure out how to play together. But it feels like one of them is always going to be suffering at the cost or like, uh, at the hands of the other two succeeding. At the hands of Damari Carroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point is, uh, the Knicks got two seasons to figure this shit out or they will be relegated to the bench. Okay, if you're a Knicks fan, hit us up on uh, email or the Slack or the Twitter and let us know. Would you be legitimately happy if James Dolan died? Like, if you're a Knicks fan and James Dolan has a heart attack tomorrow. I, I, can, we I, I, can we okay, yeah. take a vote? Airbus official veto? stance. Death is I, bad. I. I. Nay. nay. Okay, that's two, two for the veto. Don't yeah. hit us up. We don't want yeah. death wishes. Yeah, yeah. Because when he comes up missing... <laughs> They're going to come looking for us. I didn't say that I want him to die. I want him to live a long, happy, and prosperous but life. But you're just asking like, other people to want him to die. I, don't, I didn't say I want other there people to die. There are animes that begin this way. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he did die, what would your reaction be? <sighs> this is still, you're dancing close to the line, yeah. buddy. I'm dancing <laughs> close to the line, but I'm not over it. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you need to get on the ceiling with, the, with that dance. Yeah. Look, I think a, a much gentler version of this question is, like, would you be happy if James Dolan sold the team? Yeah, you could have said that. <laughs> no, because the answer is obviously yes. And also, then James Dolan makes $4 billion in the process for being a son. Well, guess what? James Dolan's shitty kids who probably have their own bad bands will make money if he dies. Hell yeah. That's true. Also, shout out to the secret of all shitty kids running their teams in the ground. And that includes the Lakers. The Bus family now, we have now seen that Jeannie is no better than Jim. Nope, that's not true. Jeannie has inherited a mess. She she deserves some time to, to dig her yeah. herself out. Don't give her to Obama. Don't give her the Obama vibes. Yeah. Remember Obama when they said, had two years of Bush's like, uh, a, a, ta- or a, a budget to work with. Okay, at what point does she pull the trigger on Magic and Rob? Because... They like somebody is responsible for all the fucking up, and maybe it's, it's LeBron. I don't think it is, but some people could argue that. But she is directly responsible for Magic and Rob having absolutely no fucking plan. You gotta, you gotta give him one more season. Magic said he was walking anyway. Give him one more season. This shit was all bullshit, but that's on LeBron, dude. And you gotta let LeBron do whatever he wants. It's the only reason he came. Genie Buzz dumped Phil. Phil Jackson, both as an employee and as a boyfriend. She's strong. She can get rid of dead weight. Easy. I'm hoping. I'm pulling for it. Genie Bus, hit us up. Uh, I don't want her to not be successful. I just think. Jamel's single right now. Yo, holler at me for real, dog. I'm, look, I'm not. 
really looking for anything serious. Uh, I don't think you are either. You wouldn't uh, risk it all for Jeannie Buzz? No. No? I'll tell it to her face. Nah, dude. Why? She could have me looking all fucked up Fucking at the yacht Neil club. Strauss, the yeah. game motherfucker. You're going to nag Jeannie Buzz to her face? No, nah, I'm not going to nag her. I'm just <laughs> like, look, man. If you're in desperate need of some, like, you know, some pipe from a guy who, like, doesn't have his taxes in order, get at me. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. But, you know, I'm not changing my relationship status on no fucking Facebook. It's not happening. I don't think this is a uh, unrealistic possibility. I also feel like, like one step away from that, like, we could do a better job building the Lakers next year than Rob Palenka. Um, Tell me I'm wrong. I mean... When you sign Rajon Rondo, when you give Rajon Rondo the same money it would have cost to keep Julius Randle... Well, that's my thing, is that like they, they kept all the wrong young players in hindsight. Speaking of D'Lo, like, can you imagine a team this year with Julius Randle, LeBron, and D'Lo? I That'd be an amazing that. team. They'd be I, in the playoffs. I think you can go back through our episodes and you would see that I think we consistently were like, Randall's a player. D'Angelo Russell should have stayed. Like, I never bought Lonzo. I never bought Kuzma. I remember talking about on this podcast, hearing like Lakers fans in coffee shops being like, Kuzma, bro. And like me being like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> bro, they're not dead. I mean, I agree. I thought they were sucking Kuzma off too hard as well, but... That shit was all injury-based, man. It's not. They're going to be fine. You got to give them fools at least one more year. I will. I'm just saying, I if I were running the team, I would have kept D'Angelo and uh, Randall. Yeah. Also, in, in, <laughs> insult- you can go back and check the receipts. I feel like we're consistently on that page. In- yeah. Insult to injury, too, is the fact that Arguably, one of the best Lakers of all time has, as we talked about earlier on this podcast, turned the Clippers around in two shakes of a lamb tail and looks like to have them poised to be better than the Lakers for the foreseeable future, for the next at least five years. I, I You know, like, if they get somebody. If they get somebody. Brian if Charles nobody moves, <laughs> If nothing moves, if they have the same squad, the Lakers, it, okay, wait. It's two asterisks because it depends on the Lakers being healthy. And if they're fine, they will be better than the Clippers. That's just a fact. I don't know, man. I Listen, if Jerry West can somehow convince, uh, as he's affectionately called by the, all the Lakers, Balls, Steve Balls Bomber, to um, <laughs> change the Clippers' name and logo, then I think they should build a second statue of Jerry West outside of the Staples Center. It's so nice to know that like, no matter how old you are, no matter how mature you're supposed to be or what level of fame or, or riches you have, like all people are still fucking assholes and they'll call their they'll colleague call balls, balls yeah. behind his back. Dude's worth two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Billy balls. Yeah. Whatever, man. The point is, uh the Knicks is about to be done. The the Lakers are never going to be in the the state of trouble that the Knicks are right now. Like, there's always going to be enough delusional Laker fans to keep them over whatever the Clippers name themselves, the fucking L.A. Schooners, you know what I'm saying? Always going to be more popular, but I don't know. If I was in New York, I'd be like, dude, 
I'm fucking with Brooklyn. I'm moving to Clinton Hill. I'm gonna have a kid. We'll fucking push his little ass in the stroller. Drink some drip coffee. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Catch me at the MoMA. You can open a art book store. Yeah, for dude. two weeks at a time. It's Hell a pop yeah, up. Man. I'm gonna yeah. start selling fucking antique furniture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fucking take up glass uh, blowing. I'm, I'm gonna be on uh, Tinder. Uh, my profile is gonna say I have bed bugs. <laughs> All that. Um. I posited this on Twitter the other day, but how dope would it have been if they gone through with the New Jersey Nets rebrand of the New, Jer- New Jersey Swamp Dragons, and uh, we had the Brooklyn Swamp Dragons today? Uh, it would have been good, and if the their jerseys, the spec jerseys on the Swamp Dragons, look like the San Antonio uh, fucking All Star Game yeah. jerseys, mm-hmm. it's that same, which I wanted to see more of. Same I wanted vibe. them to make a fucking expansion team off them joints. Yeah. Um, guys, before we go, the playoffs start, I think, exactly four weeks from today. Uh, any wild playoff predictions before we get there? Peter's reaching for that mic. If a 5 through 8 seed in either conference doesn't upset, I'm going to set myself on fire. That's, a, that's, your wild, that's your wild prediction? That's not a prediction. That's a, within your like destiny. You can control that. You heard it here, guys. Peter's <laughs> going to set himself on fire in protest of anything. Yeah, I think my while I I was hating on Indiana in the preseason, uh, and they have proven me so wrong. I think they're going to no matter what happens, they're taking Boston to seven Woo! games. They're taking Boston to seven games in round one, and we're going to see what fucking Kyrie's fucking media appearances is really made of. Are they going to let him play with the Uncle Drew hat on? But the if he played with they, the the make, he sits in a makeup chair four hours for every game and puts the Uncle Drew makeup on. I mean, maybe they win because Game <laughs> Seven in Indiana is not going to be easy, mm-hmm. and that's they're staring down the barrel of it. And I can't wait to watch. I think actually in the West you're going to have uh, a lower seed beat an upper seed. I think that's going to happen. That, yeah, yeah I think that's like it's because it's all so close together, and you know I'm actually. I'm going to say Portland is, no matter what happens, Portland's going to get into the second round. That's my my bold prediction. That was my bold prediction. That's exactly what I was going to say. I got it right here. San Antonio's going to beat Denver. First round. Oh. Oh. Get at us. Oh, hell yeah. Yup. Oh, fuck yeah. Yup. You think that that ain't possible? Come on, man. Perfect matchup for LaMarcus to fucking go nuts on Jokic. He's going to get off on him. Okay, while we're at it, can I just call uh, uh, rap, uh, Raptors or Sixers versus the Rockets? In the finals? Yeah, in the finals. Uh, yeah, call it. Right now. Raptors or Sixers. Raptors, Sixers, Eastern Conference Finals, and the Rockets going to the finals. All right, you heard it here, folks. A bunch of wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? The Rockets are going to beat the Warriors finally? Listen, Boogie's foot is hurt now, and... Oh, too bad they only have four other All-Stars. Well, Draymond is washed, and He's someone is going to get hurt. He's washed and comparatively. Steph has a bunch of karma coming his way for all of his terrible antics. Um, right before we started this podcast, we watched Steph flop bigger than anyone I've ever seen. Um, and uh, fuck them. And then yell at the ref. Yeah. You know, I would love... I mean... Whatever. I don't believe in karma because the world is chaos and nobody gets anything they deserve. Um, you know, there's good people that, that get shit on all the time. Uh, so who knows what stuff will get out of out of life. But 
Uh, it would be nice to see this guy that everyone calls like this perennial good guy, and he's a Christian and a great father and everything, but who just is an asshole on the court all the time. Like, and a fucking showboater. He showboats more than fucking anyone and gets applauded for it like he just went on a Disney ride for the first time by himself. I just wish it were called evenly. Like, if, if Steph can do that, Boogie can yell. If Steph can yell at a ref, Boogie can yell at a ref. Yeah, I concur. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Anyways, um, guys, anything to plug before we go? Uh, Mike Trap 6 is this Wednesday. Please come. It's free. I'm handing out free joints. First 15 people, not comedians. You are not a person. First 15 civilians to roll into Proof Rock for the show. Free joint for you. Yee! Hand rolled by me. If you're in downtown LA, go to Proof Rock Pizza this Wednesday. See Jamel. Get a free joint. If you're 16 through 20, um, I will smoke you out. All right. Big love. This is guaranteed. I think we, yeah, yeah. Because we might have a little secret guest spot by Peter Moses. Oh, possibly. Yeah, that could happen. Peter Moses Malone might, might be sneaking on this show. But we got some other good ones, you know. Sweet. Ooh, boy. All right. And that's about it. At Brackley House on Instagram. Yeah, the at usual. At Ginger Moses on, on social media. Yeah. We're at Airbuds Pod on all the social medias. Uh, Patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod. Uh, go there if you want to support the buds. You can get into some... Uh, Great exclusive content. Got more coming your way. Uh, we've got a Slack that is uh, full of uh, some lovely full weirdos. Of, full of wonder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like, Jamel, like you got in the car yesterday on the other game, and you're just like, I couldn't keep up. <laughs> like, you, yeah. like you, you, got, you saw the conversation midstream, and were like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes I'll be too high when I look at that joint. It's like, I, it feels like. My response, whatever I say, needs to be a hit or something bad could happen. Oh, you think everything needs to be hit, hit in that slack? <laughs> have have yeah. you been reading that? I got to hang out a little longer. <laughs> all right, have you tried saying anything at all? Anything. <laughs> uh, all right. We love you guys. Bye. Happy basketball. Your Xfinity Home Security System can't walk the dog, but it can tell you what he does while you're not around. And it can't stop your kids from sneaking out either. But it can let you choose what real-time security alerts you receive. So you're always in control. No matter what you're doing around the house, Xfinity Home can help with a new way to customize your home security. And it was named the best professionally installed home security system by CNET. Click, call 1-800-XFINITY or demo in your local Xfinity store today. Xfinity Home. Simple, easy, awesome. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.